You guys ever have Ethiopian food? There's a trap. There's a trap. There's a trap. Because neither have they, they, have they? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No fucking respect for you ever after that. Matter of fact, I'm going home. Fuck you. You getting a ride or no? (laughs) Better fucking decide quick before I get my shoes on. Or my coat. <laughs> oh man, you saw through uh, that one so fast. Uh, yep. Cause I, have, I was about to be like, no, I have Wait. <laughs> no, the bad thing is, and I'm ashamed to admit it, when he asked that, I was actually going to answer neither of they. And then I stopped myself now that I've outed myself on podcast, so that's great. But, uh, well, we picked up, well, this is a good way to start. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. Welcome back. Tents are going to join. I'm concerned about what I've sparked in this boy's brain. <laughs> and I'm Jake. <laughs> and I'm going to look up Ethiopian food. <laughs> now that I thought about it, because I'm pretty sure I actually have seen Ethiopian food. Um, and if Jack, I remember correctly, it's... I think. <laughs> so like <That's> Rich <laughs> on his phone looking up Ethiopian food. There are actually food. three Ethiopian restaurants in Michigan. <laughs> In Michigan. Yep, one in Ann Arbor called Blue Nile Ethiopian Restaurant. Uh, one in Southfield. Oh, called oh no. Taste of Ethiopia. <laughs> he said, oh no. He's from Michigan. He says, oh no, I believe him. Yeah. And there's one in East Lansing called Altu's Ethiopian Cuisine. That sounds more legitimate. Yes. <laughs> Wait, it's called what? Altu's. Al- oh, Altu's. Ale. I thought of all you said. Clato. Barata. <laughs> there it is. I said it. Said the words. Let's go take the book. Oh, here we go. There's actually Wikipedia on it. Ethiopian cuisine. Characteristically consists of vegetables and often very spicy meat dishes. Oh. This is usually in the form of wat. Not to be confused with wap, which is wet ass p word. Wat. Coronavirus. Wet ass. P-word. Uh, this is usually the, in the form of wat, a thick stew served atop injeri. Injera? A large sourdough flatbread. Hmm. Alright. Restrictions of certain meats. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, it's just about religion. Uh, Ethiopian Orthodox Christians, Ethiopian Jews, and Ethiopian Muslims avoid, avoid eating pork or shellfish for religious reasons, which kind of almost... Yep. Yeah, it's pretty much characteristic. Pork is considered unclean in Ethiopian Orthodox Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Uh, Many Ethiopians abstain from eating certain meats and mostly eat vegetarian and vegan food. Sad. They have no bacon? No. Okay, I'll be a filthy little animal. I can't fucking live without my bacon. So Ethiopian food is a thing, you fucking stereotypical (laughs) bastard. Cruel man, you... I think you say neither have they because there's three Ethiopian restaurants in Michigan alone. <laughs> right, like, and that's in the that's in the vicinity. <laughs> that's not like total only three in Michigan. It's probably more further north. That place is shaped like an oven. It's a fucking joke. I know, right? Fuck off. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy, Anyway, what what is today's topic? Huh? Today's topic is. Titty sprinkles. Mm. Shut up, Jack. 
I think I, I felt like I had something for this. Yeah. I yeah. got a thing. Oh. You? I do, actually. We'll not just a bunch of terrible jokes. <laughs> um, That's a fucking first. No, I'm just joking. Wow. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm extra <laughs> abrasive right now. Go ahead. It's probably because you made a fucking terrible Ethiopian joke. Fuck you. <laughs> I told you I wasn't going to have respect for you. That's fine. <laughs> I don't have respect for myself. Well, get yourself a nice new fucking kitchen cabinet set. You're probably going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your father. <laughs> Your poppy. Uh, that hurts. I'll probably smuggle you some tile out the door from my warehouse if you want to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Shit weighs like 1,500 pounds of goddamn pallet. A couple of rolls of linoleum. Dude, who the fuck... Dude, you, you, fucking linoleum? <laughs> millennials are the... Tile. Millennials are the fucking stupid-ass fucking goddamn generation, but boomers are the one that covered hardwood floors with linoleum. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. we're, st- we're stupid and entitled, but they're the ones that did that stupid-ass lazy bullshit. Yeah. Jesus. Linoleum. Who was the bright-ass fucking... Infinite wisdom, smooth brain that put wallpaper in a house. Yeah, wallpaper's yeah. a cop out too, actually. <laughs> That's fucking, it's more difficult to put up than paint. Right. And it's harder to take it's off. It's even worse to take off. <laughs> I've done it. I had right. to do it in my kitchen before. I don't want to talk like fathers anymore. I don't want to adapt Jack's mentality. What was your other stories you wanted to share with us, Jack, with your infinite wisdom? Tell us. We are getting disturbingly close to full-body virtual reality. Yeah? Is yeah. that a bad thing? Yes. Why not? Why? Think about every fucking, like, sci-fi story out there of people being trapped in a game. Oh. Well, okay, but you didn't specify that. <laughs> Maybe lead with it. <laughs> Maybe lead with that as a... I mean, it terrifies me. It intrigues me. I'm. St- it's not gonna stop me from buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope I get trapped in a really cool fucking game. <laughs> right. To be honest. Maybe I mean, like a life I mean, simulator where life works out for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a sim simulator where all the cheat codes are on. <laughs> I mean, because knowing our luck, we'd get trapped in a life simulator. And we That's been turned on to, like, extra difficult. <laughs> it's turned on to, like, veteran difficulty. And it's, like, it just taxes every fucking thing you do. You gotta go take a shit? Well, that's an extra $7 on your fucking paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Spent too much time in the bathroom on a uh, company dollar, you were fired from your job. Yeah, and then, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, a Sims where you get, like, eight <clears throat> minutes of sleep. Oof. Yeah, and then, like, you have to eat, shower, shit. Uh, all that other stupid shit in the morning in like three minutes till you and then go to work. That's what that was fucking dumb. You ever play those games? Now, yeah, now you got us going, stick. <laughs> you, play- you, you played every the time you look at me like I can't believe he got me fired up again. Here we go on it's another time. I'm gonna rant. It's what I'm here for. It's the only good thing I have going. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> this is my Please purpose. Speak purpose for the podcast. Do you guys remember playing The Sims, though? Yeah. No. Do you remember how absolutely impossible it was to do any daily tasks? <clears throat> yes. Sometimes, yeah. Because literally 24 hours was like 24 minutes. Yeah. And You couldn't do anything. Right. You had to wake up for work at 6 in the morning. was a fucking dolt. Yeah. That's a, a word for it. It's a nice way to put it. Um, but, no, you wake up at like 6 o'clock in the fucking morning, and then like you had like a full minute to, to eat, shower, and then go to the bathroom. 
And then, like, when you came home, it's like, oh, well, what do we do now? We have to have entertainment, right? Okay, let's watch TV for 30 seconds. And then, like, then you That's had to get back up. Them, okay? Yeah, but it didn't do shit. Like, right. it, didn't, it, didn't make, it didn't bring your entertainment up at all. I was just like, Jesus Christ, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, your base uh, character was so inept. Right. Anyway, what they can't cook for themselves. Fair, but they have something. to, yeah. And they have to learn how to do it to get better at it. And they're just gonna sit there and suck and starve, for the best part. The number of times I've burned down my house. Yeah, I remember when I actually, or like, <sighs> sorry, when you actually like, when your kitchen catches on fire and your sim is just like standing in the fire screaming, uh-huh. <laughs> and he doesn't just go the fuck outside. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they like the Grim Reaper shows up, and like, <laughs> takes you away. And then you just sit there and watch the screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nothing happens. Because you have to start over at that point. You're, it, it's game over, but life goes on. Mm-hmm. Unless you manage to start like a family or some shit. I did, and it was funny because, like, the kid looked nothing like me or the uh, mom. <laughs> Aw, you adopted a child. That's mm, sweet. No, that's not what happened. My wife cheated on me. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could have fallen for divorce in that game, too. Yeah, fucking A. Yeah, where's the realism? Uh, e- A. Who does that? I think it's EA. Yeah, it's EA. Gross. Right? <laughs> EA does The Sims, but also they do Battlefield? What? The same company? Oh, no. So, yeah, we're dangerously close to full-body viewer. Yes. Have you heard of the company Omni? I believe so. I got fucking hair product all over my shirt. I'm sorry. Whatever. Uh, oddly enough, I was scrolling Facebook on my phone the other day, mm. and I ran across... It was actually an advertisement to invest in their company. And, like, hmm. it had all these stats as, like... Because apparently there's there's actual, like, interactive venues. Like, you go in... They basically strap you into a harness, and it's on an it's it's called Omni because it's an omnidirectional treadmill. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I think I've seen yeah. these. Yeah. So, like, you stand on this omnidirectional treadmill with a harness that keeps you in place. You put on the headset, and you've got your like hand controller things or whatever, and right. like your actual body movement controls your in-game character. So, like, you crouch, the character crouches. You jump, the character jumps. Your walking is the character walking and running, and it's, like, full-body immersion. That's fucking awesome. And you play for an hour, I get completely tired out. (laughs) Oh my god, do you know how much weight I would lose? Like, for real, though, like, yeah, me too. Like, that'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. What, uh... Um... But how do you get how do you get trapped in a game like that? Well, well it's not hooking up to your brain. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, eventually, I'm sure we're gonna get to that point where it's like deep dives. Oh no, yeah, I, I actually like one of the crazy. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. One of the craziest things that me and my dad actually one of the very few things me and my dad. Cause my dad's a fucking you know Trump thumper who like yeah. believes that vaccines are stupid and thinks that masks are stupid and thinks Trump's goddamn god emperor of the world and everything. Yeah. And it's just like I'm not I'm not getting too far into politics, but you mean like, he's not? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, obviously I don't agree with him on a lot of shit. But right. the one thing that we do agree on, one of the few things we do agree on, is the fact that AI is going to overtake us. Not far off in the future. 
Like, it, we, we are meddling far too much into virtual reality, AI, all that shit. We are not going to... Smart homes. Yeah, we're going to get to the point where, like, it's going to eventually... You guys remember the movie iRobot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the movie Terminator? Or that. Yeah. The whole plot. It's a cautionary tale, bud. Honestly. You don't fuck with AI. You know why? Because AI is designed to solve problems without any emotional bias. And what is the human race? A problem. A problem. <laughs> a virus, really. A fucking problem. <laughs> Honestly, if, if a computer analyzes us, they're going to say, these people are fucked. This, this, this whole thing is fucked. We should get rid of it. Yeah. Hopefully so. it would have sympathy because we created it, but no. we know that's not how that works. That's, no. It's going to go, mm, yep, you created me to solve all of the world's problems. Well, Guess you, what? You are all of the world's problems. Yeah, what, what's like? What's the biggest thing about empathy in, in AI? It's not, you can't do, you can't mock empathy is basically what it is. Yeah. You, you can't like, uh, you, can't you can't genuinely replicate empathy artificially or something. I'm not really sure what it is. But yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. Me and him both agree. Like, now, honestly, the the end of our civilization will be our undoing. Yeah. I mean, we already, as a society, are plummeting. <laughs> yes, but we rely way too heavily on technology. Hmm. Like, I have... Yeah. I have Fuck, we I'm not an intelligent <laughs> person to begin with. Like, let's just put <laughs> that out smart there. Man, I'm not... <laughs> But I know what love is. Oh, Forrest Gump reference for you there. Oh, my fucking um, ankle. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that was a good pop. Hopefully I get picked up on podcasts and hear how old but I I'll admit that I have forgotten how to spell since autocorrect. I've not. I remember how to spell everything. I, I struggle sometimes. There's words where I'm like, I know I knew how to spell this. Why does it look wrong now? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> it, sometimes words look weird to me because I sit there and actually like think about it for a second. Like, that doesn't look right. But it's like, yeah, and it's right. gotten so much worse. Like since auto cucumber has come into my life. Auto cucumber. Oh, I know we're kind of like dropping. We're like jumping around since you got into like the science fiction, you know, aspect of it. I, I kind of like. Did you? Do you remember like eons ago when we talked about like cataclysmic asteroids and shit? Again, that was not that long ago. Well, okay, but like, <laughs> whatever. It was like one of the first few episodes where we were talking about like <clears throat> how humanity would fare in certain situations like that. Yeah. I found out a couple cool things about that. Uh, first, well, when it comes to asteroids, uh, there is an asteroid that actually ranked up to four on the Torino impact scale. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Refresh the listener's memory. Well, Torino impact scale goes from zero to ten. And obviously, you would expect zero is no hazard at all to the planet. And ten is, like, massive damage. Like, cataclysmic damage. And could cause, like, a major climactic shift that could end civil- like species. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, no asteroid has ever gotten above a four. And the one that got, a, that got to a four uh, is set to make a close Earth pass in 2029. And the crazy thing is you will see it with the naked eye. During daylight? Yeah. There's I think during daylight. During daylight. Maybe. It didn't actually specify. <sighs> but it's yes. going to come close. It is about 800 meters across. Which, I'm, still, I'm still just baffled by the fact that we are essentially 
playing Russian roulette we looked, in space. Yeah, well, we <laughs> looked up that it was Apophis. Do you remember that one that we were talking about? That Apophis 99942 or whatever it was? That's the name of it? Yeah, that's the one that I was talking about in that, in that episode. All right, Kenny. Anyway. But um, yeah, that's the that's the that's the asteroid that I was talking about in that podcast. It actually now they're saying it's not actually going to hit. The good thing is, if it does hit, it'll cause damage. But it's not. It's oh, not shit. like oh Jesus, your alarm for work. <laughs> but you never you never turn that off. <laughs> Almost that, like what's really easy to forget about though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess uh, they're saying it's going to make a near Earth pass. It's going to come real close. Like, like I said, you're going to see it with the naked eye. And it's 800 meters across, so if it were to hit, it could cause damage to, like, maybe... could cause It'd cause some significant damage. Remember the Tunguska impact that they talked about back in, like, 1908? Leveled, like, 800 kilo- square kilometers of, like... I don't think that was a figure that I saw. Like, a lot of forest. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know what it did. They don't know what it was. They, there's no evidence of a asteroid impact. They just know that there was a giant explosion that leveled, like, a bunch of forest. Damn. Yeah. So, um... How do you not know? I mean, it. Well, you could. Did it disintegrate upon explosion? Like you well, think you find? That's the crazy find... thing because there's not any evidence of an actual asteroid impact. There's just a bunch of scorched forest and flatland that nothing grows on anymore. Yeah. And there, there's no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking like, that twitch you do is just it's, like it's weird. It's only when you guys are here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But, um, no, there's, there's that. And I also found, uh, apparently, there is a correlation between, there's, well, okay, out of all the mass extinction events that have happened in the past, apparently there's a schedule, or a perceived schedule on when an, ast- when an asteroid impact on Earth causes a mass extinction. And it's apparently every 27 million years. It's really weird. Like, they actually found... Why does that remind me of a movie? Wasn't that 2020? What? You mean 2012? 2012. Maybe it was 2012. No. It might have been 2012. But there was the... It opens with that scientist who's like, our calculations were way off. <laughs> and like... Because they had been preparing. And it was like, oh yeah, we have all this time. And he's like, yeah, no. You know how we thought we had years? We have a day. Sounds like 2012. I think it's 2012. It's the one where like they had built arcs. And yeah, that's everybody thought they were spaceships, but yeah. they were fucking boats. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what there was. No. Um. Apparently, like with all of the asteroid impacts that have happened, that have caused like world like altering. Yeah, like killed off a lot of the life on Earth. They happen every 27 million years. Huh. Yeah. So that means in at this current cycle, if that were true and it holds up, um. The next one's in about 20 million years. Oh, I won't be around for that. Yeah. Unless we can put our consciousness into either... No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Shut up. Stop right there. No, but... You're treading into Soma territory. Yes. (laughs) And that's a scary fucking thought. I don't want that at all. Why? Because... Because you wouldn't even be you then. Yeah, I mean... You wouldn't. There's you know no way a, of knowing. Do you know there's a Johnny Depp movie about that? Is there? It's called Transcendence. I need to look it up. Yep. It's a 2014 film. I actually have it. Um, Obviously, I fucking have it. Of course it. you do. <laughs> it's really good, though. Because it, it's... I'm sorry, go ahead. 
it that just it because you're like it, you wouldn't be you but we don't know because we don't know if the actual we, like consciousness transfers over or if it's just a copy we don't know because we don't know if we don't know <laughs> there are no knowns and there are known unknowns then there are unknown unknowns things you don't know you don't know <laughs> well jumping down the rabbit hole in this one pretty quick uh i told you i have one purpose on this podcast yeah that's to <clears throat> shit on my life expectations. Yes. You're welcome. Thanks. Um, but yeah, like, I just... Soma was more mechanical. It was like... Well, yeah, but I also... Ghost of the Shell realm of things where it's like yeah, it human consciousness into a cybernetic brain. Right. But wasn't there like a... There was like an issue where it was like... The shit that you were experiencing obviously wasn't real. Or some shit. Like it was your... It was the AI fucking up or something. I don't know. It's... I actually... I only watched Markiplier play it. And that's all I really remember. The takeaway I had from it is there was a probability to it. Where... Like... In either branching path, you have an existence that will continue. Multiverse. No. Not even multiverse, in the sense that, like, if I needed to put my consciousness into another object or, you know, sentient thing, um, which one would be the real me? There would be a copy, and both would continue to exist, but is the original body that I was in, is this still me, or do I now exist in the cybernetic brain, is that the true me? That's a theoretical physics question I don't want to talk about. (laughs) So, like, because I remember, it must have been Mark who played that through that whole game, because I couldn't remember if it was Mark or Jack. Um, But you play through the whole game, and you're, like, jumping, like, from... Yeah, there's times where you jump from different... Yeah, you're making copies of yourself, essentially. So, like, you leave a version behind in whatever you came from, and you continue on in whatever vessel you take over. You get to the... Uh, Spoilers, by the way. If you uh, have any intention of playing Soma, skip ahead on this podcast or, like, cover your ears for a minute. I don't know. Earmuffs. (laughs) Um, You get to the end of the game, because your entire thing is you're trying to escape on, like, a ship to get out of whatever... Is yeah. happening. There was some kind of um, like cataclysmic event on Earth that caused the extinction of like the human race or something. Okay. I don't actually know what it was. I have the game. And I it. Yeah. so you get to the very, very end, and you're uplinking your consciousness onto whatever is on the ship that is going to be you from that point on. And it, like the transfer gets complete, and then you open your eyes, and you are still in the seat watching the ship take off. And you're like, what the fuck? It didn't work. I'm not on the ship. And the computer kicks back on and it's like, well, no, you are, but you're also still here. There was that probability that the you that is trying to go won't actually make the journey. So, like, a copy of you made it and is going off into space, but your consciousness is still here. Oh, fuck. So... (laughs) So, fuck, that's a deep concept. Right, it's like, well, hold on, which one, 
you know, like... Which am I, actually? Or am I both? Or am I neither? Like... Yeah, fucking If I have the opportunity to back up my brain onto a hard drive, is that hard drive, like, actually me? Or is it just a collection of thoughts and memories and, like, this vessel of mine is still doomed to its immortality that I'm gonna have to suffer? That's wild. Y'all wild. Uh, that was a crazy science fiction game. Another one was, a. Uh... I don't remember the fucking game. I don't remember the title of it. God damn it. Talk about it and we'll figure it out. Uh, it was a... It was a really simplistic game at first. Then it devolved into like, holy fuck. Uh, but basically you're part of a manned flight to Mars and something happens to where you're the only survivor and you're like stuck on Mars. Hmm. And you're walking around trying to figure... Just, you know, walking around hopelessly. And then you start to see like structures that look like actual like... Shit you find on Earth. Like power lines, fucking houses and shit, and then you start coming across, like, a bunch of, uh, like, evidence of Russian cosmonauts already getting to, to Mars and, like, setting up civilizations and shit, and it's like, you get through all this, and I, it was a long time ago that I played it, but you're, <clears throat> you go through, like, fucking portals and shit and wormholes and stuff, or I don't know what it is, but you get to basically, at the end of it, you get to this window or whatever this portal to like get back to earth but because of all the time jumps you've done it's like 200 years into the future and like nobody will know you if you go back and you'll have nothing or you can decide to stay on the planet and just roam <laughs> like oh, I, it's nuts it's fucking crazy like i don't know what it, i don't remember the name something about mars i think mars was in the title of it but. surviving mars no, that's an R- that's an RTS. Yeah, I was gonna say I I don't recognize that at all. Yeah, you know a game was also really cool, but it kind of like I don't know. It was a good concept, but it didn't really. It wasn't as satisfying. The end. The, the the gameplay wasn't okay. I'm just gonna explain it. Adrift. Remember Adrift? Yeah, it's first person space game. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like you're, on, I think you're on the the International Space Station or some like version of it or something, and it like gets destroyed and yeah. you're the only person left, and you have to somehow find a way back to Earth, and you're like the the fucking gravity is is it's just it's so realistic, like you're floating around and you actually can't like if you use your thrusters, you can't stop, <clears throat> <laughs> like right away you actually have to use reverse thrust and shit like that. It's it's nuts. It's so cool. It's like one of the most accurate ones. I think that game was it was meant to be played in VR. I think that's oh, why, I can see that. I think that's why. I because see that. I played through the whole thing just on the regular PS4 not doing VR. And it was cool. But it was like, oh my god. It's literally, I expected there to be like, with it, the way it was advertised, I expected it to be like sci-fi with a little bit of like horror survival elements. And the survival was there, obviously. But there was no sense of urgency after like the first 20 minutes of playing the game. Because in the first 20 minutes, you're like, oh shit, shit's going wrong. I knocked, knock, I knocked out. Fuck, stabilize myself. Figure out what's going on. And after that, it's just like, okay, let's just roam around this busted-ass space station for like three hours. Yeah, right. Fixing stuff. Right. Literally, that's all you do is fix shit. Yeah, that's fucking... Yeah. yeah. Go here, pick this up. Speaking of VR, though, we did play some yesterday. Yeah. We played uh, Blade and Sorcery. Well, you did. I didn't play that. I, pl- I was just in the scenic one, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of just wish you can get they had more place. I wish you can go on top of that mountain or whatever it was in that scenic one. Mm. But yeah, that was funny. 
Dude, Blade and Sorcerer is a badass game, man. <laughs> like, you didn't see it, though, because you were outside, and I'm inside watching Jory play it, and he's just holding this dude against the wall with a fucking mace, just beating this guy's fucking head. He's like, mm, 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 mm. he's not dying. <laughs> Jory's like, he's not fucking dying. And so, like, the dude tries to get away from him, and Jory's, like, holding his arm, but it stretches to, like, seven feet. <laughs> and Jory's, like, trying to hit his arm or whatever. Do you like decapitate people and shit? It's like Blade and Sorcery is like a game where you just kind of fight people with like medieval weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, it's in a Colosseum type deal. Yeah. But there's like, there's other modes and stuff that like uh, Ryan didn't show us. Like you can fight like in different areas, like green areas and stuff, like planes and everything. Yeah. And like I think there's like a whole different like, there might even be like a story mode to it. But you can even use like some magic and that sort of stuff. And Halo weapons. Like Halo guns are in the game. I want nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking. Nuts. I want to bring down like an entire Starfleet with like a Mac laser. Oh my god, do like a Spartan <laughs> laser and just fucking. Oh, you just reminded me. What? <laughs> um, I watched a video not terribly Could long ago. And never was... get through my topic. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. What was the topic again? Don't worry about it. Keep going. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh, well, now you're going to make me feel bad. Excuse me. I watched a video not terribly long ago about the the top ten greatest live events in video games. Yeah. You know, like live events when you talk about, I hate to fucking say it, but Fortnite. Fortnite yeah. yeah. They have good ones, though. They do have good ones. They do have good live events, I, I will admit, but I just fucking hate the game overall. Um, I'm going to skin my cat. Yes, do it. I'm going to go back to the small plan. Which one is it, Shadow? No, it's Luna. She's stuck. Good. No, she's stuck. No, she's stuck. Oh, you're so fucked. Oh, she got it. Uh, and the handle's around her neck. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Get out of it, kid. You got yourself into this mess. Get yourself out. I think she's out. Yeah, I think she is, too. Did she figure it out? Yeah, I think she got Yeah, she's out. Yeah. So, yeah, the... Fucking dumbass. The top ten greatest live events in video games. I think it was Elite Dangerous that took the top spot. Elite Dangerous. Yeah. It's like a... I actually thought about playing it a couple... Well, I think it's a PC game, so you might be able to play it. Um, but it's a... Uh, it was like an RTS-type deal for an RP, RPG, MMORPG, but you pilot ships in a gigantic universe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently for like five whole fucking years, the company that made Elite Dangerous put out like a bunch of... like hints and clues that an alien invasion was going to happen at some point mm. across the server, like across all fucking, you know what I mean? Right. And um, they didn't say, they, didn't, they never set a specific date for it. Like, they just hinted about it. It was like, they would they would intentionally leave it in, like, things that could be data mined. Like, oh, this could happen at some point in the future. And they ne- I don't think they ever really said anything about it. They just kept bringing out trailers, like, oh, they hinting towards it. You know, it was just, like, basically being really abstract. And then one day, five years after its fucking release... An actual invasion did happen in game. No shit. Yeah, like like out of nowhere, people are just fucking going along their daily tasks. Cause you can be, I think in that game you can be almost anything. You'd be like fucking, you know, pirates, like space pirates or fucking merchant vessels or something like that. It doesn't matter. Like you could, you could literally be your own fucking. You know what I mean? Hmm. And I guess at some point, at one point, literally players witnessed an entire alien race fucking hyper warping into their fucking server. <laughs> 
and an actual invasion took place. I was like, oh my fuck, so that's amazing. Fighting or what? I don't know. It didn't really say anything after that. It just said that that's what happened. I don't know what happened after that update happened, but apparently, like an invasion of an alien race did happen. I'm like, damn, that's that. Just imagine that you're a little merchant vessel flying along through space. You're not equipped with any kind of weapons. You're just carrying a bunch of cargo, Is and this, out of wait, nowhere. Is this the same game where, like, a ship got trapped in a void? No, that's void. This, that was EVE Online. Okay. I yeah. just wanted Because that's... That was the one... I, I mistakenly thought it took them six months real time. It actually took like, 25 days. Yeah. But still... That's a lot of fucking time. If you think about it, like, you're setting your shit and you're going, that like, 25 days straight of, like, forward movement. Yeah. That's a long distance. <laughs> like... That's a long in-game distance. That's still a pretty crazy... Like, That's a long IRL time. Right. Mm-hmm. And for something that you really... You couldn't have got any reward out of. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe yeah. when you get there and, you know, they, you resupply these people, they might, like, tra- like give you, like, rewards or, like, cargo they had they were carrying or some shit as a payment, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, this is the company that, like, we represent and you get free shit forever. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know business, as as you have you... a free fucking brain. Like... <laughs> The people who did that too, that did that rescue mission, were part of a team called the Fuel Rats, and that's their specific thing. That's what they yeah. decided. That's what they did. It's mm-hmm. like Let's people ran out of refuel. fuel and shit. They run out and refuel them, mm-hmm. and like they were completely respected among the whole like fucking community. Right, like they never attacked by anything. They help like... out. They they help out like anybody really. But they don't. They're, un, they're like unbiased and they help out. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, you I mean, Live is also a free game on PC. Really? Yeah. But I, I don't think I could handle. Like, imagine being in like a VR game. Imagine. Are you getting like trapped? Well, yeah, that too. Oh my god, that's a whole different twist on my fear that I wasn't even expecting. <laughs> like imagine, like, like imagine being like trapped, like like sort of online trapped. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Whereas right. Whereas if your right, character right. does die, you die. That's rough. So like that sort of thing, and like you're trapped there for years. And all of a sudden, the game pulls a twist on you like that, like five years in, and all of a sudden, alien invasion. Right. Like something you are completely not equipped for. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's just nuts. Like I can't imagine. That'd be fucking insane. I'd hope that. I'd hope I'm not like caught in like a new installment of Dark Souls or some shit. You know that they decide that they want to update regularly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like. Fuck, dude, we're already, we're all dead, like, before we walk out the front door, I guarantee it. But, I mean, like, if you could you do it, like, I the way... Would... Go on. You know, if you, I mean, if you could do it, like, if it was, like, trapped in, like, a an, an MMO-like type game, where, like, you could fight all the bosses with, like, a shit ton of folks, yeah. then, like, obviously your chances of survival are, like, a lot have increased, like, dramatically. But... Oh, my God, I did the kiss thing, and he's like, oh, no, I gotta run away. <clears throat> bitch. What, uh... What do you think would be worse? Being, I mean, both of these are going to be trapped in the game scenarios. Yep. But <sighs> fucking cat. I'll kill her if nobody else will. It's your cat, buddy. No, no, we are. The microphone's getting all of that. <laughs> <laughs> on the paper that was inside the bag. You. Get. No. 
always some kind of distraction. We can never get through an episode without Holy some outside shit. noise. Um, uh, so. Yeah, I need to, when I get, I need to get the iPhone 12 and I need to get this app. <laughs> okay. What would you prefer, or what do you think would be worse? Being trapped in a video game, sword art style, where death is permanent, like your avatar dies and it fries your brain. Yeah. Or, um, Log Horizon style, where, you want to swap one of them? All right. Uh, where your character can die, and you revive at, like, the guild building, but you realize over time, the more frequently you die, you lose actual memories. Mm. Like, actual IRL memories? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. At some point, I'd want death. <laughs> Not remembering anything. Can I just interrupt this real quick? I'm sorry, I have to show you this I mean, the cats are interrupting enough as it is. That's done on an iPhone 12. I counted one. I need an iPhone 12. Well... Considering Sword Art Online, if I died, I died. That's definitely the worst, so I'd probably prefer Log Horizon, where I, you know, losing my memories is short. It's a small price to pay to, you know, keep my life, I guess. Yeah, but, it, okay, I'm unfamiliar. I yeah, I know. I'm unfamiliar with it. At the end of, what was it? Sword Art Online. Other one. Log, Log Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, at the end of that, do you get out of whatever you're in? And... Uh, I don't think the anime ever f- technically finished. Okay, so, so you I don't know if they ever actually do escape the game or if uh, it would there be, is an escape. Yeah. Cause, so what they started hinting at, or at least what I started to suspect as I watched the series, isn't so much that like IRL people got trapped in the game, more so it seemed like the avatars that people created became sentient. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if the game was forgotten about or something, but all of a sudden, like, the avatars woke up, and they had all the personality traits of the people who controlled them from outside. Okay. Put a pin in this, because I'm going to come back to something about that that I Um, also saw. So. That's nuts. Like, when they would die in-game they would get glimpses of their human lives from, like, IRL them. And then they would wake up again in the guild hall. Like, respawn. Okay. Jesus. Fucking Luna. Um, Cats at three in the morning. Fast as fuck, boy! (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, though. It really is. What started happening, like, as people realized that, like, guilds started forming and they would go on raids with the intention of dying. Like, they would go out and, like, purposely get into, like, boss raid battles that they had no chance in winning 
because when they died, they'd get a glimpse of their life outside of the game, because people just assume that they're trapped. Hmm. And it was slowly driving them mad, because when they would die, like, it was affecting their brain. Well, that's... Disgusting. Yeah. You ever, you guys ever watch Black Mirror? No. I saw like one or two episodes. There's an episode that is kind of similar to that. Well, not really similar to that in the way you lose your memory. Uh, but going back to the whole Soma thing, um, it's kind of like, I'm just going to tell you about the episode. Uh, it started off as this woman who had like an implant in her head. Um, literally like in the side of her head. Mm. You could see it. Uh, and then out of nowhere, like, she goes to sleep, and then when she wakes back, she goes to sleep, and then the implant gets pulled out, and then you see from that perspective the implant, and she's like, oh my god, what am I doing? Put me back! She fucking takes, it, it was literally like an AI chip that was implanted in her brain that they could then, that she lived with for like a week or two, and then they took that and put that consciousness that, it, that developed in that chip into like a Google Home device. For smart homes. Yeah. Fuck so you had that. you had an AI that was tailored after you doing, like, smart home tasks. That's all you fucking did. Anyway, I beg the question, like, hey. does AI actually have, like, if an AI was to become self-aware or, like, sentient like that, like, because it literally she kept saying, I'm a human being, put me back where I was, Don't, this is ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And at one point... The guy that's like this, that's like his job is to set these things up, mm-hmm. like tells this woman, like, no, you're gonna do exactly what you, you're told, or else I'll do this. He sets a timer, and he says, I'm gonna put this at 30 seconds. It'll be 30 seconds for me, but for you, it's gonna be three weeks. <laughs> yeah. So he sits there for 30 seconds, and then when it comes back, she's like, she looks, she's going mad, like she's going crazy and shit, and she's like, oh my god, just give me something to do. So he gives oh her shit and that's just her whole fucking life was just to be like and then like the actual her is like walking around the house and shit mm. and it's just like that's just fucking weird and like that's what that's just crazy to think that's what your job is but fast forward to the episode the same guy that did that the same guy that you know set that whole thing up um, is talking to this guy in this house it's just another random guy and um, it doesn't give the impression that anything's off until like it's, the, the episode like starts to advance and then he's like the guy that sets us up, John Hamm is the guy's act, the actor's name. He's like, he's trying to get this guy to talk to him. And it gives the impression that they're in this Arctic outpost or whatever. But you slowly start to realize that the guy that he's talking to actually caused the death of his father-in-law and his only child. And it's because his his daughter froze to death after he freaked out after he killed the grandpa. Mm-hmm. And then he ran away, but she was so young she just walked outside and froze to death. And it gets to a point where he confesses that, hey, yeah, I did do this, blah, blah, blah. And then John Hamm just disappears from sight. And he realizes that you were, he was actually in a simulation like that the whole time to get a confession out of this dude's consciousness. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So at the end of the episode, this is the craziest thing. It was like they had the choice to either turn that AI off while he was inside the cabin or whatever. Or they could sentence the AI. So they gave them a thousand years a minute. And then they left it going for over Christmas weekend. So like three days. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's nuts. It's fucking crazy. A thousand years a minute. minute. Yeah. And it's like, it was one of those things where, like, you had to, you had to, like, think about it for a second. Like, it was a, it was an allegory, obviously, for, like, AI getting too advanced to where you just kind of question the morality of, like, if, do these things actually have consciousness now? Are we actually putting them under, like, extreme duress? And will they eventually see us as fucking problems, which is obviously what's going to happen? Um, and then there was also, like, at the end, that unusual, that, um, cruel and unusual punishment deal. Where, like, the guy may have inadvertently caused the death of his daughter, but did the dude really need to serve a thousand years? Now, now keep in mind, his real form, his very human form, was in jail. <laughs> like, like, because they had forcefully, and that's another thing about the morality. If you watch a lot of Black Mirror, you, you understand that there's, like, really, like, ethical concerns and violations in a lot of these episodes. Oh, yeah. And it's like, um... They forcefully implanted that shit in his head while he was in jail, and then got the confession from his AI from the memories he had. So it was like, yeah, that's that's very unethical. <laughs> like he may have he may have been guilty, but like that's grossly invasive. Right? Yeah, and like, so like he's in jail. He gets told, "All right, well, you confessed." And obviously, he didn't. <laughs> his AI did. How does that hold up in court? By the way, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Right. Like, how does it hold the court? That could be that could be manipulated in so many ways. So like, he confessed, and then there was another thing where it was cute, cruel, unusual, unusual punishment. It's like you're still condemning like an actual thing that has feelings and thoughts now to a thousand years, a fucking minute, only three days. Right. Like, what the fuck is that? Right. By doing nothing but sitting in a house, <laughs> like with nothing that works. It's just crazy, man. It's just fucking crazy to think of. And then, like, God, there's a bunch of episodes like that, actually. Not Black Mirror was not a hopeful series. No, <laughs> like, it's I don't just think it was not. meant to be. No, it was meant to like question a lot of like human, like humanity's moral decisions and shit like that. And mm. um, God damn it, I'm gonna have to start watching it now. You, you do, it's good. Yeah, it's really crazy. Like, yeah, I think every episode's different, so it's like. It's it's oh man, the, it's like nuts. the one that got me the most, and I'll spoil it. Sorry, there's a bunch of episodes you can watch too. The one that got me the most on Black Mirror, dude, was the um, it's this really aw- socially awkward kid. Um, he has a fucking you know low no not like that. <laughs> uh, he just he has like a so he's like a low end job. You know he just works. It's in England. He, his whole series is England based, I think. But um, he he has a he just has a low end job. Works as a fucking you know, busboy or something at a restaurant. And you get the feeling he doesn't have a lot of friends. And obviously there's nobody else that really talks to him except for his close family. Mm. And um, one night he, you know, goes up to his room and he starts to jerk off to pictures on the computer. They don't show you what it is. Obviously. They don't even show him jerking off. They just show, they just imply that he did. Mm. And then the next morning he gets a text that says, we know what you did, we recorded it, do this, or we're going to put it all over the internet. And he's freaking out, you know, obviously. And you instantly feel bad for this kid, because obviously he's like, okay, he's a, little, he's a fucking teenager, you know what I mean? Like, young adult, even. Probably like in his late teens, early 20s. All right. I'm like, you instantly feel bad for this kid, because he's, he's clearly not socially, like, you know, and you're meant to empathize with this kid the whole time. And you I do. I've, I think I've heard of this one. Probably, uh, you you do, and like you, you had they, they 
this unseen these unseen people keep texting him. You gotta do this, and they, these things he has to do are increasingly more like deranged. At first, it's just hey, deliver this package. Then it's like okay, now drive with this guy that you just fucking delivered this package to. Okay, now this package you just got, open it up. It's a cake. Inside, there's a gun. Go around this bank. And then it's like what? <laughs> and then like he gets further and further, and he realizes that everybody that this guy has interacted with, the guy that delivered him the package, the guy that he's robbing a bank with, they're all being manipulated by this these people that are texting him too because they all have secrets and shit. Yeah. The one, the guy that he's robbing the bank with, he cheated on his wife. And he even asked the kid at one point, he's like, what'd you do that was so bad? Because they figured out, you know, obviously this is a coordinated effort. He's like, what'd you do that was so bad? What do they have on you? He's like, I just masturbated to some pictures. And he's like, that's it? And then it's, you, it's, it's, the episode continues, like, yeah, that's it? Dude, fuck everybody jerks off to pictures. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if, if you were to tell me, we're going to release this of you jerking off to pictures, if you don't rob this bag, I'm like, fucking release it, dude. <laughs> like, like show, show me jerking off. Like, I'm the only fucking person in the world that does it. How the fuck? Well, yeah, like, I'm the only person in the world that fucking jerks off to shit. Fuck you, dude. What are you talking about? Well, but like, the twist. Yeah, I'm getting to it. <laughs> hold on. So you think the whole time, like, it, it, it challenges you. you got to feel empathy for this kid, right? you got to be like, this is, this is a bad situation to be in. And then, like, when the guy asks him, why is that so bad? I'm like, yeah, you know, why the fuck is that so bad? You know what I mean? I'm like thinking all this shit, and at the end when he's, the last task he has to do is he has to fight this guy to the death. <laughs> like, he literally has to fight this guy, and whoever wins is obviously, you know, the loser's dead. And he's like, and the winner gets to keep the money. That's what they say. They have a drone capturing the whole fucking thing. And then the guy across me is like, I did one thing wrong, and that's it, and now my whole life is ruined. And he goes like, and the kid's like, I just fucking jerked off the pictures. And then the guy goes like, yeah, how old were they in the pictures? And he couldn't answer, and I'm like... He's a fucking child molester. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. I'm sorry, but it challenged the whole fucking thing, man. I was like, no, sorry, my bad. <laughs> it did, man. I, I fucking like, I lost my shit. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna feel like empathy this whole time for a child molester. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I felt so dirty. <laughs> so like, he He's ends up beating it to child. Boy. Yeah, dude. So he ends up beating this guy to death somehow. And he's, it like, fast forwards to, like, nighttime, and at the end of the episode, like, even when these guys, all these people completed, they still released all the shit on the internet. Like, there was, like, nah, fuck it, who cares? You guys may have done this shit, but the whole world's gonna see now. And, like, he gets a phone call from his mom. She's distraught because they all saw him fucking beating his dick to pictures of kids. But then you go back to, like, you you know, you go back to that, like, he, he, it reveals that, and you go back to this one incident in the restaurant where this little fucking kid, like, this fucking tall drops this toy that he works at, you know? And he picks it up and gives it back to him, and he's all like, oh, here you go, little guy. And I'm like, you sick fuck. <laughs> like, it's just nuts. Like, you, you you watch that, you go through the whole thing, and then you start to think about everything that happened in the episode. Like, Jesus, this guy was in range of so many children. Right. And it's just yeah. like, oh, fuck. And I'm just like, this... Mm, like, there's some fucking twisted shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, man. It's, it's a good series, though. You gotta watch it. And the good thing is it's like an anthology series, so you don't got to watch one to understand another. But yeah. they do have, like, there's, like, you could, it, it, it implies that it's part of a shared universe because, like, you see Easter eggs from other episodes. There's like a common theme almost in all of them. Like, hey, this TV show is on every one of them or some shit. Yeah, so it's I, like, I had the understanding that, like, you don't have to necessarily, like, watch all of them in order or, like, they don't all necessarily have, like, any sort of tie Yeah, no. But no, they exist within the same world. They, ex- like... They exist in the same universe, pretty much. And they actually have, like, high-profile actors that have starred in those things, too. Like, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, the main guy from Get Out. 
Yeah. Him. Miley Cyrus was in one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was, I saw that one, actually. Yeah, there was John Hamm. That's a bunch of them. No, it's it's a fucked up series. Um, it's it, but it's it's also one of those where it's like it's it's like mankind versus technology type deal. Yeah, we're like well, that particular one about the whole child molester thing. That was like it was a response like nothing is ever forgotten on the internet, pretty much. Mm. You know that's true. We all know that. Like if it's on the fucking internet, everybody knows. Yeah, we'll so say it's for fucking ever. Right, internet never forgets. So Did it's you guys like ever watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Yes. No. What, what is it? Is it a series? Yes. Where is it's it? another Netflix. It's too. beautiful. Yeah, it's great. You will love it. Every yeah. every episode, they're all animated, and uh, every episode is um different sort of story, but different like animation styles. And some can be like three D, some can be like hand drawn. Oh, some that's are, cool. Like, some can be like really cartoony, but like very very adult. <laughs> that's cool. And like some are pretty fucking deep, dude. Yeah, I I, I like that. The Hitler, Hitler question. question. The what? The Hitler question. Yeah. <laughs> God. Should I like watch it myself, or you? you, you I will happily it? rewatch it with you. Uh, well, did I yeah, I mean, too. Again, I, I, I I've watched it multiple it. times. Maybe I just don't tell it. me about it right now, though. Yeah, yeah. Just literally go on Netflix and watch it yourself because it's. How like, many seasons does it have? Just one volume. Love, like I think eighteen episodes. The episodes are like thirty minutes long. Well, is it eighteen? I thought it was only like twelve. No, it's, it's quite a few. But they go quick, like. Well, yeah, they're half an hour as opposed to like an hour for most series. Hmm. Well, some of the animations are longer than others. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like now, like fucking twenty three, thirty minutes. Some be like shorter. I think it's been a while since I've seen it, but really fucking good. My favorite one is the uh, is the steampunk girl one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really fucking cool. Loved it. Like that that's the first one, isn't it? With the, oh, the first one was like the alien fight fighter, yeah. Thing. Okay, yeah. I, w- I wanted to make sure we were on the same page. You're thinking of the Fox one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys know science fiction was actually created by a woman? Yeah. That makes sense. Hmm. That makes total sense. But isn't it kind of like weird, and I'm going to get social again now, but isn't it kind of weird that like, we kind of, I don't. But there's a lot of people that, like, especially nerds, that just don't believe that women are into nerd culture. It's kind of um, weird. It's like a kind of stigma that we have where we kind of just, like, whenever some girl says that she's a nerd or she's a geek, you just don't believe her. Not like me or you, obviously. No. But, like, it's that stupid, like, I dare I say sexist. I don't know if it's sexist or not, but it's it's definitely, like, it's, it's definitely like, profiling. Yeah. I guess it's because, like, you know, it's, video games and that sort of thing were, like, definitely, like, targeted towards boys and shit. A lot so of them like were, when, yeah. When girls get into it, it's just like, you know, like kind of like, well, <laughs> I've been a boy, you know, my whole life, so <laughs> you know, I know this shit. You look at your watch. Because, you know, you're a girl. I don't uh, even necessarily sort of think it's that. I think it goes, I think I was talking about this with somebody else earlier, but like, I found out, wait, did I mention this on the podcast? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I found out one of the nurses that I'm oh, friends yeah, with at work is a closet nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you said something about that. And it was just, and it's just because, like, we grew up in that era where, like, nerdy things were not culturally accepted as we were growing up, and, like, now it's mainstream. Oh, like, yeah, that's what pisses me off. Like, all the cool, nerdy shit we were into as kids and got us made fun of, and now all of a sudden everybody's like, this is fucking awesome. I'm like, bitch. Mm hmm. Like, fight me. So, <laughs> right. 
I mean, she's she's of that mindset. Like, she understands the fact that, like, you know, it's it's pop culture now. Like, things that she's into, she can talk about openly, but she's like, I never will. It's just ingrained in me at this point. Like, we don't discuss it. Like, we have the things that we're into, and if you should, if it should happen to be brought up, or like, whatever the case may be, because. I wasn't even talking to her when it came up. I was talking to a nurse in the same vicinity because I overheard the nurse saying, like, oh, my husband makes fun of me for the things that I watch because the acting is so bad. And my brain immediately thinking, like, oh, well, he's probably into, like, the Marvel Universe and, like, the DC shows and, like, those are just male dramas. The acting in those are fucking awful. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, how much room does he have to talk on the subject? Like, what is he into? And she was like, oh, he watches, like, weird anime shit. And I took a little bit of, like, personal offense to it. (laughs) Fair. But I was like, okay, not the direction that I thought was this was going, but it further proves my point. Like, that's not even acting, so he doesn't have any room to talk. Right. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay, you know, run with it. Like, what kind of stuff? Like, list an anime or something. She goes, oh, weird dark, sh- dark things. And because it was the most recent thing on my mind, I was like, like... The Promised Neverland, and then my friend who I, like, the nurse I do talk to, she was like, that anime was weird, and it completely caught me off guard, because I was like, Mm. you know this? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Like, have we met before? (laughs) (laughs) I'm learning a thing about you right now, let's talk about it. That's why, um, that's why I always wear that fucking, I wear my nerdy shit on my sleeve, literally. <laughs> yeah. Sleeve. So, fucking facts. Um, but yeah, like, it's, that's how that topic came up. I was like, oh, she goes, yeah, I'm a closet nerd. Like, I don't, I don't like talking about it openly, even though it's, it's whatever. Like, yeah, people are people used to it now. About it now. Back in the day, they did. So she's Damn like, sure. she's like, yeah, my, you know, two of my main things are like watching anime and musicals. So she's like, I love Hamilton and Les Mis and like all this other stuff. And I'm like, why are, why am I just finding out about this? We could have been such better friends. <laughs> <laughs> way, way more shit so to talk many about things now. to talk about. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so, Jesus, all of that because I asked if you guys were like mentally prepared for the world of virtually virtual reality to be in our homes. Yeah, well, because not. people will argue that it is already. Like we have the VR headsets and you know controllers and stuff like that. But no, for a uh, for a mere. $2,000, you could be the owner of your own Omni One in home virtual reality full immersion set. <laughs> I mean, as soon as probably this year. 2K is pretty cheap, in all honesty, for all that. Yeah. I mean, that'd be fucking sick. I know. That'd be hella sick. They're like comparing. You know, 
the Omni to like a desktop gaming system, and they're like they're comparable in price, and I'm like yeah, yeah, you're right. No, no give me a they body. are. But give me like a bodysuit or some shit, like a plug suit that can like vibrate when I get hit or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure, like, it, someone's working on it. Somebody, it's there's it got to be coming down the pipeline. There actually is. Uh, there's projects where they're doing um, like haptic feedback in full body suits. Like if you get hit somewhere, you feel it in real life, or if you get touched on something. They ever watch Ready Player One? I no. I know like what I know the concept. About, but I have not seen the movie now. Yeah, I was actually told to just pause it where they go to the garage with like spaceships and stuff because there's so many like Easter eggs and shit in it. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> like you see Spike Spiegel's ship for fuck's sake. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It's that obscure. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I can, I can find the Normandy in there. I better find the fucking Normandy in there. That's my ship. It's fucking driving a DeLorean and I'm like, god damn, back to the future. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, childhood. Oh, childhood. Mm-hmm. Well. <gasps> what? Rich bought an anime. Oh, I bought an anime. What? Yeah, I bought an anime. <laughs> uh, Are you excited? I want to see his face. face. <laughs> I want to see his face, actually, when you tell him what it is. Go ahead. Should we do Go it ahead. on the next episode? No, let's do it now. We're going to do it now? <laughs> Rip it off like a band-aid? Yep. This paranoid agent. I wasn't ready for this. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, um... Yeah, he knows how fucked that series is. <laughs> really? Uh, good. Dude, it's just like, when it came out, like, when it was being aired, because it was being aired on Tsunami, like, or, or Adult Swim, I think, I think Tsunami. It was, it was Tsunami Late Night. Late, or Tsunami yeah. Night, or whatever they called it. It and was... It was fucking... It's, it's, it's creepy, so dude. dark. Yeah, it's real good. creepy. I like that. And like, yeah, you know, we were too. I was just too young to understand it at the time. I think I was too. It was one of those things where I was like, no, this no, is weird. Nope. Don't need to watch I'm more out. anime to understand this. <laughs> but the director who made it, like I said before, is a fucking genius. And yeah. like after, even if you want to finish that, and then I'll let you borrow fucking Perfect Blue. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> no, that's a movie though, right? Yeah. Okay. Is so it? good, dude. The animation, so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, dude, it's perfect. Nice. Oh, dude, I got a fucking video to show you guys, too, by the way. Is it about animus? Uh It's an anime video. It's an old 90s anime, but the song yeah. is oh. perfect for it and anxiety-inducing. Nice. Um, I actually also wanted... I, I completely forgot about it. I know we talked about it at one point. I actually really want to watch Grave of the Fireflies. You'd be good to that one. Yeah. Um, Because it's, like, at the end of World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. And like a war torn destroyed like fucking Japan. I feel like yep. I have to that. watch it as a cultural thing. Yeah. But I look at it and I'm just like, I don't want to watch this. I know because it's <laughs> super fucking sad. Yeah, your heart's not gonna be able to handle it. No. And also, what was the one? I can't remember. You you told me what it was. It was the anime that actually had the, the bombings of uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki in it. Uh, Barefoot again. That that's the one where people like it showed people literally fucking melting. Yeah. That's nuts. I need to. Yep. Yeah, I need to look at that one too. That was really bad. Uh, that was also, I think it was also one of the animes that was shown for like its brutality and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, there's another one called Geno Cyber that's really bad with brutality, like nice. talking like watching kids' heads explode. Nice. It's fucking nuts, dude. The, what was the one you said? The the first one. Barefoot again. 
That was the one I saw a video on YouTube. Someone took scenes of that and then put... Dedication Strength song. I drew a complete fucking blank. Yeah. Yeah, 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 What's yeah. the one with the video where they played tetherball? Um, uh, dude watching the tetherball tournament? Yeah. Oh, fuck. What was that called? I'm gonna look it up. I got Spotify. <laughs> I'm gonna slap myself in the face because I know what it was. I li- and I remember I liked the title of the song. Yeah, because it didn't be, it didn't have anything to do with the song. I don't no. think. I'm gonna vomit. You gonna vomit? I'm gonna vomit. Why? What happened? I don't know. You got a headache? No. Still? I said no. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have heartburn. I'm dying. I'm so old. <laughs> I'm so old. Oh my God, kid. <laughs> Calm down. My knees hurt. Angry mob justice. There it is, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. That shit, that shit rips, though. That song's awesome. Angry mob justice. Yeah, that was one where someone put angry mob justice to, like, scenes. It worked so well. Yeah. It was awesome. I'm actually look that video. I'm not assuming I can find that video again. Because it's talking about, like, the blast wave hitting and the impact burn. I'm like, oh, my God, it's like an atomic bomb. They actually drew people fucking melting. Right. <laughs> like, disintegrating. I'm like, dude. Nuts. Who was the creator of the... Adam Bob? J. Robert Oppenheimer. Is that, uh... Well, he's one of them. He's the lead scientist in the Manhattan Pod Project. Is he, uh, the dude who fucking had the quote where... No, I am I am become death destroyer of worlds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Who, like, uh-huh. lamented making it. Like, he knew it was a fucking... When he realized what he did, he, like, full-on regretted it. I mean, that's one of those things, like... I'm sorry I'm very far away at the moment. Um... <laughs> That's one of those things where it's like, you did something in the interest of science, like you were just kind of following a passion, and then you realized it was being used for evil, like how do you cope with that? And it's like, because of him, we're not going to live in a world without nukes anymore. Right. There's no way we're going to renounce nuclear weapons. (laughs) There's no fucking way. So, Not until uh, we come up with something stronger. Antimatter. I mean, that, or I was kind of wondering how viable the, uh, uh, God, what was it? I think it was... The Black Hole the Gun? The G.I. Joe movie. <laughs> Black Hole Gun. Where they, <laughs> they dropped rods from space. Oh, kinetic weapon. Yeah, yeah kinetic yeah, weaponry. Yeah. They actually did that in, uh, you guys remember Ghost, um, Call of Duty Ghost? No one talks about that game anymore. <laughs> Probably for good reasons. Hence the silence. <laughs> no. No one talks about it anymore. I thought, that, I thought the campaign was cool, but the main thing in that was that there was a... They were literally like... There was a space force. Space force. <laughs> there was a space we're force. Gonna have a space force. It's going to be the It's going to be huge. Number one in the space. But yeah, they had, they had weapons that did that. They were like kinetic rods that literally shot down from a satellite... And it wasn't nuclear. There was no explosive force with it. It was just the impact was so great. It literally caused, like, gigantic craters in the ground. And leveled, leveled whole cities. Yeah, complete decimation. Yeah. Fucking hell. Shit was nuts, man. Um, you know the only reason why, like, that's in movies and stuff right now is because it will be a thing eventually. Probably, yeah. There's probably... It's probably it's something. Gonna be, it's gonna be, like, us and the rest of, like, the United Nation countries and we're all gonna have multiple satellites just orbiting earth ready to drop rods on one another yep yeah like it's a matter of time sort of deal like we are a species that just cannot stop destroying itself yeah 
So anyway, very good existential questions that we will never answer in our lives. We do this a lot. Yeah. It's a cause of a lot of my anxiety. <laughs> this, so, is, this is why I drink. This is why I drink. <laughs> Moral of the story? Um, we will die one day by our own hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... No, well, well, yes, but it'll also probably because we created AI that is too fucking powerful. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, like, it's good. moral of the story is it makes for good science fiction. So our fears make for great storytelling. Fair. Yep. Truth. Uh, that's about all I got from that, really. God, yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll uh, you'll uh, fucking hear from us in the next one. Yeah, man. So in the meantime. Drink your school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't do that again. Drink people. Uh, drink people. Soil the greenest is people. people. I was going to say it. Soil the greenest made of people. <laughs> and you'll be hearing from us in the next one. Later. Peace. Bye.